Welcome to this week's edition of Coach Prep. Coach Don and I are here in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio getting ready to record episode number 102. Let's talk about our sponsors, Anderson Bat. Everything Fast Pitch is very proud to have Anderson Bat Company as our presenting sponsor. Anderson Bat Company is using the latest and greatest bat technology to corner the market in the fast pitch world. They have the minus 9 rocket tech, the minus 10 carbon, and the minus 11 carbon light. Anderson Bat Company is using this technology to put a high-performing bat in the hands of hitters that really know the difference between a good bat and a great bat. We're also working with Anderson to provide a discount for all of our listeners. Go to the Anderson Bat Company website and order your bats. Use the EFP20 discount, which is for everything fast pitch, and you'll get a 20% discount. It's a great way for you to save a little bit of money on a great bat and also help support everything fast pitch at the same time. And let's talk about everything fast pitch. Please become a patron if you can. Go to uh, patreon.com slash everything fast pitch. You go through the process, you can become a patron. The patrons are the people that are keeping the wheels spinning on this thing. If we did not have the patrons we have, there's no way that Coach Don and I would be able to keep doing everything fast pitch and coach prep. We love doing it. We enjoy doing it. But the cost of doing it is something that we could no longer afford to incur on our own. And the patrons are the people that are really keeping us going. If you can, please help. I was going to say, Tori, and this is not an income for us. This is just covering the expense. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, not, uh, we're not in a situation where we're not having to come up with some money yeah. each month. So. Well, no. And, and honestly, if, if we had not gone on Patreon, Patreon and picked up patrons, yeah. we would have been done months and months ago. Right. Um, because it was to the point where we had both invested all we could afford to anymore. Um, and, you know, for anybody that uh, doesn't understand, you know, there's microphones, there's recording systems, there's computers, there monthly are fees. monthly fees, there's, you know, all kinds of things to get the stuff edited and cleaned up. There's, you know, production costs. And so we're not getting rich, I promise you, um, but we are not going to go broke either. And, and so the patrons are the people that are keeping us rolling. I was going to say, Tori, and we've got ideas and things that we want to do, but at all costs. And, uh, you know, until we get to the point where we can cover some of that, you know, we're going to have to keep some of those ideas on the back burner. Yeah. Okay. So our uh, coach prep topic today comes to us from Coach Chad Lowe. And Chad uh, uh, sent me an email. He was talking about something that he saw watching the College World Series. Saw Mackenzie Donahue, player for Oklahoma, made a couple of really athletic, really outstanding plays in the outfield. And one of which was running at a pretty high clip, probably close to full speed, and jumping as high as she could to make one of those ESPN top 10 plays of the day. And if I'm not mistaken, I think that she was on the ESPN top 10 two or three times during the College World Series for making those kinds of plays. And now, the first thing we have to say is, obviously, that's a really talented player. That's a really outstanding athlete. Athletic. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing that that Coach Chad wanted us to talk about is, she didn't just miraculously start doing that in those games, that obviously she's practicing and doing things um, on a regular basis in practice that are allowing her to shine so brightly on the biggest stage. What we wanted to talk about today a little bit was just some ideas. You know, we talk all the time about becoming more athletic, helping our kids learn to use their bodies more efficiently, more explosively. And it's true across the, the board in the game of softball, whether it's hitting, running, fielding, whatever. You know, a little bit more athletic is always good. But then I think the idea of you know taking that to that next level and specifically practicing some of these skills, you know, working on some of these different things is an important idea. 
No, I think that's awesome. And what a joy is it to watch someone that's uh, excelled to that point and that's able to do those things. It's, to me, just very exciting. And to your point, if we could have followed that particular player around leading up to those events, I'm sure they've done even more amazing things in practice. Right. That's always kind of a wonder, and it doesn't happen by accident. I mean, they have uh, God-given gifts for sure in terms of their bodies and, and athleticism is something that's developed over time, but it's just really exciting to get a chance to see kids do that. Right. And my guess is this is something that uh, not being at practice every day, we didn't get a chance to see firsthand. But one of the things that I talk about all the time uh, in coaches' clinics and, and uh, when I get a chance to work with teams is that if we want to be amazing, we have to practice amazing. You know, that when you see Mackenzie Donahue making that amazing catch, that she's not being able to do that. She's not able to do that on that big stage without having practiced it and done the things that have helped her be able to do it. You know, the most fundamental skills are things that we always get caught up in, right? And so we'll take our outfielders and we'll hit them fly balls, stretch them out a little bit, but maybe we don't, you know, really push, push them, them as, as far as we could or as hard as we could. You know, thinking about, you know, uh, the specific skills right there. So whatever level team you're coaching, whatever the skill level of the players that you're working with, I think that there are different ways that we can construct drills, different things that we can do to help them with things like running as fast as they can and catching the ball, which is something that sounds so fundamental, but a lot of kids can't do. Running as fast as they can and jumping for a ball. Ultimately, hopefully, running as fast as they can and laying out and diving for a ball. Charging a ball really aggressively and fielding it and throwing it effectively and efficiently. Some of it, I think, comes back to our attitude as coaches, but also making sure that we're instilling in our kids this value of if you practice amazing, you might just make that amazing play someday. Um, and now with YouTube, obviously, it's pretty easy. You can find you know, all, every one of those catches on YouTube, make a little highlight reel, take it to practice, and say, do you want to be this player? Well, so, okay, so today we're going to do these three drills. Drill number one is we're going to sprint as hard as we can and then I'm going to toss you a ball out in front of you, and you're going to try to catch it. We're going to do that for a while. Then the next one is, you're going to sprint as fast as you can, and I'm going to throw a ball over your head, and you're going to have to figure out how to gather yourself and jump and reach for that ball that's over your head. Okay. So now we're going to start off uh, on an angle going across the field, and I might hit you three balls in a row. So you run, you make the play on the first one. Then you keep running, you make the play on the second one. Then you keep running, you make the play on the third one then maybe we're going to spend some time at the fence working on finding the fence and, and reaching up and catching the ball that's over the fence. You know, maybe it's you know, those different kinds of drills in some sort of a sequence. And again, always selling the idea to the players that, well, if you want to be able to do these amazing things, we got to be able to practice some of these amazing things. Sure, and I think that's a, a great point too, Tori. And each of the, our, the groups that are listening are at a different level. And it might be super important for the real young ones to catch eight out of 10 attempts. But as the kids get older, it might be okay for them to miss eight out of 10 because we're pushing them so hard to make that, um, you know, amazing thing. And, right. to, and to find a happy blend in there and to constantly be challenging those that are, um, you know, at that level um, to be crazy and amazing is awesome. Right. Well, and, and the thing that I think is universal across all age groups, so let's say you're starting off with very young players, okay? So you got a team of eight-year-olds, 
the first time an eight-year-old catches a real fly ball, it's like, uh, you know, it's like a miraculous thing. It's like everybody is so amazed and so shocked. And, you know, she, she ran three whole steps and got mom under and, it. Mom and dad and, are and, and, and everybody's, you know, you know, up and down, you know, screaming and cheering and yelling because for those very inexperienced kids, you know, just even judging the flight of the ball, judging the depth perception, you know, those kinds of things are skills that they need to develop. Well, you take that same kid, and after she's caught 15 of those, She's not that excited anymore when she does it again. Right. Yep. Now, she's still happy because she's not 100% sure that she can, but I've done it you know, enough times now that I, you know, I moved three steps and I caught that one. So it starts to get a little routine. It starts to get to where it's not as much fun. It's not as challenging. So now human nature for me as a coach is I want to keep building up her confidence. I want to keep building up other players' confidence. So if she can keep catching them, maybe that will convince more kids that they can. But for that same player now, if she was taking three steps and catching the ball, now I got to make sure that she takes six steps. Yeah. And then when she takes six steps and she catches them all, you know, 10 or 12 or 15 times, then now it's got to be 10 steps. Then it's got to be full out run. Then it's got to be, you know, to your left and to your right. It's got to be to your left, to your right, forward and backwards. It's got to keep growing and growing and growing so that the list of skills that she's adding keeps growing and keeps her interest level up. Sure. And so then, um, you know, when we start talking about robbing a home run or making a diving catch or something like that, exciting to them to get the chance to do it in some, instead of some sort of crazy thought that, you know, there's no way in the world I can do that. No, I think that's exciting. Building it up and watching them grow is, uh, is pretty crazy. Yeah. And, and again, it's going to always be relative, you know, for Mackenzie Donahue, if she, if you hit her you know, 500 fly balls within probably a 30-foot radius. She's going to catch all 500 of them. And it's going to be boring as, a, as anything could be. Right. But for her, you know, uh, growth as a player, you know, all of a sudden it was, you know, run 20 feet. Then it's run 50 feet. Then it's run 100 feet. Then you start to find out how far is it really humanly possible to go, and you end up with these really special things. So for us as coaches, it, it is okay for us to look at a, a player's skill level and try to figure out what can we do to push her. We should be looking at how can we push her to get better and more athletic and more dynamic and more capable. And so, you know, and, and as crazy as it is, we used to do a drill where the kids would run on their own, have a ball in their hand, and after they've run 10 steps, throw it out in front of themselves as far as they could and then try to accelerate and catch it. And that's a really easy one for them to do on their own. And they start to figure out, well, yeah, I tossed that one, but I made that too easy. Yeah, that was pretty good. I went pretty far on that one, but I bet you if I toss it a little bit further, and they can start to challenge themselves a little bit. And you can do the same thing with a ball that's over their heads. You can do all kinds of different things. But so part of it, I think, is convincing them that it's important. Part of it is creating drills that are going to give them a chance to work on it and then the biggest part of it is making sure that nobody gets satisfied with where they're at because, again, there's always more. And if we ask Mackenzie Donahue, if she was our guest today, is that the best catch you've ever made? She's going to say no. There was, there was others. Yeah, and, and, and if you say, are you satisfied with being the, you know, the number one play on ESPN's top 10 plays of the day? And I think she'll be excited. I think she'll be proud. But I think deep down inside, she'd say, yeah, but I could, I can, I could do more than that. Say, just wait. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah, just, do it just, again. just, you know, give me one more chance on on national TV, and I'm going to do one more that makes that one look like routine. Tori, what do you think about cross training and things like plyometrics and you know box jumping and things like that? 
playing a factor into her maybe get to the point she is athletically. Yeah, no, and I'm sure um, that all that stuff, you know, especially for a player that's playing at a school like Oklahoma, you know, you know they've got a very serious training program, very serious regimented strength and conditioning and, and flexibility yeah. and all that stuff. Um, but that's the light at the, or that's the end of the rainbow kid. That's the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Right. I think for all players doing those kinds of things is really valuable. And again, doing other sports. You know, this is one of those things why I always go, you know, back to this idea. If I had the magic wand and could make every player in America follow Tori's guide to becoming the best softball player you could ever be, at a very young age, every single softball player would play soccer. There you go. Because you learn to run fast, you get in shape, you learn to handle your body in all kinds of weird positions because having to use your feet instead of your hands forces you to change direction quickly, to you know, be off balance, to you know, have body awareness, do all kinds of yeah. crazy things. Some of the very best softball players I've ever coached were young soccer players. The other one that has really paid dividends for me and players that have become incredible college-level uh, softball players was gymnastics and tumbling at a very young age. I like gymnastics. Because, again, yeah. body awareness and, and jumping higher balance. and running faster and having balance and all those kinds of things. Yeah. It wouldn't shock me to do a Mackenzie Donahue bio, you know, biography search and find out that when she was six, she was a twister or a tumbler. Uh, you, know, you might be yeah, right. Or a, or a soccer player because you know a kid that's got that kind of body awareness now as an older player learned that somewhere. But so whether it's cross-training and physical training of you know conditioning and strength and flexibility i think that's always a cool thing doesn't hurt whether it's playing a secondary sport and we're working on those different skills but all those things come back to the you know the the idea is you, know, you watch a player make an amazing play it's not an accident it's a sequence of events yep. it's a it's a historical trip that started at one place and got to that point in time and so for us as coaches and, and chad to, to hopefully we're getting around to answering your question uh, it's up to us as coaches to do everything we can to put kids in a situation, no matter what their skill level, to keep pushing themselves further, to learn how to run and jump, to learn how to dive, to learn how to lay out, to learn how to do all those things at, at the right time for each player's development, and let them see how good it, they can really become, and let them understand that great is a pretty cool thing, and, and, it's, and it's relative. Don't get me wrong, you know, not not every 10-year-old in America is going to be able to do the same kinds of things that some of these, you know, really elite higher level college players are doing, but there's a version of that for them and there's a level of that for them that's just as great for them at that age and that that ability level and so we want to keep tapping into that. So you think build them up, then challenge them, right? And and challenge them more and more cuz otherwise they get bored. Yep. I mean, you know, and, and one of the complaints you hear all the time about softball for some players is that you know, it's, it's uh, at the, especially at the younger ages, it can be kind of a boring game because you know sometimes you don't get a lot of action. Well, let's you know figure out ways to keep them Spice involved in the yeah, and uh, keep them interested so that uh, you know they know that okay, I might only get three balls today, but one of those might be my chance to be on ESPN's top ten plays of the day. So, and I think you know many weeks ago we talked about uh, the kids coming to practice going. You know, I wonder what coach is going to ask us to do today rather than, oh, I know exactly what we're going to right. do today. Yeah. yeah. So, keep, so it, keep it fun. So, Chad, we do appreciate the question. Hopefully, we've, we've given you some stuff to think about. Um, if you have questions or ideas, please make sure you reach out to us at everythingfastpitch at gmail.com or fastpitchprep at gmail.com. Coach Don and I love talking about uh, stuff that is interesting to our listeners. And a lot of the stuff that we talked about today was listener generated. And so, you know, please keep those questions coming. 
Um, as always, we're looking forward to hearing from you so that we can do a, as good a job as possible. Please make sure you check out Anderson Bat and patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. Uh, make sure you check out fastpitchprep.com. You can order your square cuts training discs there and also check out the YouTube channel and the blog uh, catalog. There's tons and tons of information. So for our uh, Coach Don McKinley and our producer Stan Lewis, this is Coach Tori saying thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Yeah.